performed an exorcism and he's very public about it is probably going to convince Mitt Romney to not choose Bobby Jindal as his running mate, <laughs> right? Who knows? But who it knows? might appeal to <laughs> the base. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Hello, everybody. I hope everybody's smiling. I hope everybody's living their best life. This is another video brought to you by Lights Out Radio. And this story, we're going to do a quick video on Bobby Jindal. Um, he was the Louisiana Republican governor, and he was the, um, back in 2015, he was the first Indian American to be a serious candidate for president. He's the first presidential candidate that we know of to participate in an apparent exorcism, all right? So let's break this down. Let's jump right in this. Here's the story. Jindal, the son of Indian immigrants, grew up Hindu but converted to Christianity as a teenager. He would read the Bible by flashlight in a closet so as to not upset his parents. And he got baptized as a Catholic while attending Brown University. As Amy Gowan and Tyler Bridges write in the Washington Post, Jindal has made Christianity a central part of his life ever since. Back in 1994, the now 44-year-old had just finished studying at Oxford University as a Rhodes Scholar. Big moves here. It takes a lot to achieve that. He moved to Washington to work at the major consulting firm McKinsey when he wrote a piece in the Catholic magazine, the new Oxford Review, titled Beating a Demon, Physical Dimensions of Spiritual Warfare. That sounds interesting as shit. In it, Jendal described a woman and fellow Christian he had befriended at Brown. He kind of likes Susan. We'll use quotes on Susan. Jindal says he changed some names in the story. Obviously, that's, you know, that's kind of what you do. But was afraid of committing to her, so they just stayed friends. Over a period of weeks, Susan found out one of her close friends at home had committed suicide and that she had skin cancer. Shortly after that, Jindal said Susan started having visions and smelling like sulfur. Sulfur, Jindal noted, supposedly accompanies the devil. But he didn't piece it all together until a meeting of friends praying for Susan's health. Susan was there to receive their prayers. And we'll let Jindal take it from here, right? So he says, Suddenly, Susan emitted some strange guttural sounds and fell to the floor. She started thrashing about as if in some sort of seizure. Susan's sister must have recognized what was happening because she ordered us to gather around the place our hands on Susan's prostrate body. I tentatively approached the group and placed the edge of my fingertip on her shoulder. In a voice I had never heard before or ever since, Susan accused me. Bobby, you cannot even love Susan. The students, led by Susan's sister and Luis, a member of a charismatic church, engaged in loud and desperate prayers while holding Susan with one hand. Kneeling on the ground, my friends were chanting, Satan, I command you to leave this woman. Others exhorted all demons to leave in the name of Christ. Whenever I concentrated long enough to begin prayer, I felt some type of physical force distracting me. It was as if something was pushing down on my chest, making it very hard for me to breathe. Being a biology major at the time, I greeted this feeling with skepticism and rational explanations. I checked my pulse for signs of nervousness and wondered what could cause such a sensation. Shortness of breath is a common symptom that can mean very little or may signal the onslaught of a fatal stroke. Though I could not find no cause for my chest pains, I was very scared of what was happening to me and Susan. I began to think that the demon would only attack me if I tried to pray or fight back. Thus, I resigned myself to leaving it alone in an attempt to find peace for myself. The students dared Susan to read biblical passages. She choked on certain passages and could not finish the sentence. Jesus is Lord, over and over, she repeated. Jesus is El after ending in profanities. Just as suddenly as she went into the trance, Susan suddenly reappeared and claimed Jesus is Lord with an almost comical smile. 
Susan then looked up as if she awakened from a deep sleep and asked, has something happened? Jindal ended the piece saying that the experience solidified his belief in the reality of spirits, angels, and other related phenomena. While interesting, the story hasn't been a topic of much conversation during Jindal's political career. When he was first running for governor in 2007, liberal bloggers dug up the new Oxford Review piece. The Louisiana Democratic Party announced it would run ads attacking Jindal for some of his religious writings in college. It would leave the apparent exorcisms out of it. The story did come up in 2009 when Jindal gave the Republican response to President Obama's address to the nation. By the time Jindal was getting talked up as a potential vice presidential pick in 2012, the New Orleans Times asked his office about it. A spokeswoman didn't respond to specific questions, but released a statement from Jindal. I wrote a lot of stuff in high school and college, he said at the time. While other kids were out partying, I was reading and writing. I'm sure some of that stuff is goofy. I just hope they don't review my grade school work. In all of this, it's worth emphasizing that Jindal never called the experience an exorcism. It's also important to note that the Catholic Church, Jindal, and 21% of Americans belong to a group that embraces the practice of exorcism. In 2014, Pope Francis officially recognized the International Association of Exorcists, a group of about 200 priests who regularly performed them. The church was an official exorcism manual. Mother Teresa had an exorcism performed on her before she died. In Britain, each Catholic diocese keeps an exorcist on hand. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Jindal's experience also jives with the beliefs of 87% Catholics who said in a 2007 Pew Religion survey that angels and demons play an active role in people's lives. But a 2011 poll by the program on international policy attitudes suggested people's views of Satan are more abstract. 82% of Catholics said Satan is more a symbol of evil than a living being. So in other words, this is hardly a topic that is foreign to many Americans, you know. But Jindal is among a minority of Catholics who have apparently participated in an exorcism. According to a 2006 Pew Global Forum survey, only 6% of Catholics reported experiencing or witnessing an exorcism. So there you go. That's a story I found pretty interesting and I wanted to share with everybody. You know, it's not every day you hear about a Republican governor of Louisiana being involved in exorcisms and, and stuff like that. It's pretty crazy, pretty wild story. You got to love it. You got to love it, man. If anybody's ever been involved in exorcism or anything like that, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear, you know, everything about it. I'd love to hear the trail you went down and, and how you got back. So with that being said, this has been another video from Lights Out Radio. I, I hope everybody Everybody's doing okay. I hope everybody's feeling the love. You know, the holidays are a special time of year. They really are. I don't know what it is, but something brings it out in everybody. Some people, unless you're shopping, right? <laughs> but I just hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody's being blessed, staying positive. This has been Lights Out Radio. Yeah.